Welcome into another Red Out podcast. Uh, sorry about last week, guys. We had a little family thing going on, so I wasn't able to do the show. But let's go ahead and get started. Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor, who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, don't forget to use the affiliate link uh, and then put our red out in the uh, little... Uh, thing and uh <laughs> i know it's so technical and i'm uh, so screwing it up right now uh but just remember to click the affiliate link in the uh, description below and you not only uh, give yourself a 10 percent discount you also give us a little support and we appreciate it uh don't forget to like share and subscribe uh, if you want to support us directly do it on patreon and uh we appreciate all your support so got a little bit of a crowd in here tonight we got jared so we got matt Hey. Hi. Um, <laughs> hey. So, <laughs> we're already screwed. We're going to go off the rails. Um, so, just because I said hey? Just because I know how it goes. I know oh. how we're going to. It's, it's just going to go that way. Is it because I'm here, Devin? Yes. It, it's Matt. <laughs> we just write it up to Matt. I got to basically, I got I to gotta get y'all straight laces off the beaten path, man. That's right. That's right. Uh, just got to help us out. Um, You're welcome. So, winners and losers, uh, first off, um, had a uh, family emergency last week. That's why we weren't able to do the podcast. One second. Uh, Jared, go ahead and do your winners and losers. Um, winners is my Dolphins are finally getting back on track with Tua and everything. Uh, still undefeated when he plays a full game. I just need him to stay healthy, please. Also, the Bills lost, which is beautiful because now I, th- I think they've lost two games, but the two games they've lost are both in the AFC East, so that helps us a lot. But I guess loser is me also because Friday I was driving home from work and hit a deer, so that was a lot of fun. Whoa, so I'm going to oh. have to get that fixed. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, that sucks. Uh, did it total you your vehicle out? Are you good? No, it was about $4,000 worth of damages, though. But, I mean, I have a good deductible with my insurance, so, I mean, they'll take care of it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm still annoyed. In- uh, yeah, it, the deer definitely. did not survive. By the way. Well, screw the deer. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's not broken, dude. I was watching some video on Facebook. There were like some bike riders like riding by, and there was somebody that hit a deer across from them, and the deer goes flying like just past the bike riders. Have y'all seen that video? No. Have you? It was insane. Uh, let me uh, let me tell you my favorite uh, story from Pete Rose. Okay, it's deer involved, so it's not completely right field. Um, at his lowest, he is gambling at a track in Ohio somewhere, horse race. He's you know betting on this race. The horse he's betting on is coming in, you know, last stretch, and it's like twenty links ahead of the next horse. And he's like, heck yeah, this is great. Everything's going well. You know, right before the finish line, a deer jumps out and knocks the jockey off the horse. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so obviously, well, obviously in horse racing, for those of you who don't know, the jockey's got to be on the horse for it, for the, for it to count. And, uh, yeah, when it knocked it off, he was just like, are you serious? Are you kidding me right now? Uh, hilarious. I love that story with Pete Rose. Um, Great story, Dev. Um, let's see. In my life so far... I have uh, created my own headache. 
uh, we uh, purchased a t- eight-week-old uh, golden retriever oh. puppy the other week. No, I did not buy a child, Matt. I hear you getting excited over there. Oh, what? Get one off the Facebook marketplace. That's what it is, yeah. His Facebook stuff, he's going to get in trouble again. Um, no, uh, yeah, we got a puppy a couple oh. weeks ago. Um, it is equivalent to a two-year-old, so basically my wife and I have two two-year-olds running around now. Um, one's playing up here with me right now. She's having a big old time, and you can hear her mom doing like that one mom in the CNN interview trying to sneak her out. Then Whoa, no. you, which one is more likely to piss the floor? Me. <laughs> <laughs> that girl prostrate. Oh my gosh, are you kidding, dude? It's just like, oh my gosh. Dude, right, my sleeping patterns got messed up when I got kids, and I wake up all the time in the middle of the night now. Dog. Like, just um, be a couple so... of a night. <laughs> Getting old. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, do you have any winners or losers? Yeah, man. Uh, you don't want to talk about our prostate some more? Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Well, the loser's my prostate. Uh, no, um, all right. <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was gonna highlight the uh, some pro tops. Um, how about Bassey getting signed with the Spurs? He's been doing well um, in the in the G League, um, putting up a lot of points and stuff. So hopefully, I'm, I'm glad he got an opportunity. It looked like for a while he may not get anything, and then he got signed. So it's nice to see him getting to play somewhere and kind of sticking around. Hopefully, he'll get a chance at some point. And yes. in, in Texas, where he originally was in in early high school. Um, and then Justin Johnson, too. I think he's, like, leading the German League or Bundesliga or whatever um, in uh, in rebounds. So um, he's doing really well. And then a loser, I've got the AFC South owners. I don't know if you all have been paying attention to this, but it's the division with the Titans, the uh, the Colts, the Jags and the Texans and like they basically all suck except the Titans like the Colts fired their coach and they hired Jeff Saturday who's been on TV and then the Texans like they're a big mess and are absolutely horrible and the Jaguars have been a mess um and they're basically the London Jaguars because no one cares Uh, (laughs) hey our London listeners do evidently yeah hey tally ho and Jolly good, but um, <laughs> the Americans listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, and our Saudi Arabian listeners may care as well. I, I, didn't we have some like last year, or the year before? Yeah, it was we, like three we've or four of them. Yeah, we've got some different, different random uh, areas sometimes. With uh, but our UK <laughs> listeners are uh, will I'll say that for them. Anyway, AFC South's a mess, and it's kind of funny to watch. The Titans are basically. Not that good either, but they just keep beating up on the AFC South because they keep peeing down their leg. So, uh, speaking of the AFC South and such, um, I saw, I, for whatever reason, I've gotten like on old NFL player TikTok, and it was Reggie Bush telling the story of how he ended up at the Saints. He was supposed to go to New York. I didn't, re- I didn't realize this. I didn't, I don't, I don't watch the draft very closely. So Reggie Bush is supposed to get drafted by the Jets, but the Saints have the pick. And Bush's agent called Sean Payton and he said, "Don't pick him. The Jets are going to pick him up. We're not coming to the to New Orleans. We're going to New York." And Sean Payton said, "F you. Uh, we're going to pick up Reggie." And so he ended up picking him. And of course, the funny thing with it, they're all like, that sounds like Sean Payton. And it was like, yeah, evidently. Uh, so fun fact, fun random story for you. There you go. Yep. Suck on that, Jets. <laughs> Which, by the way, it was probably the better pick for Reggie Bush anyway. Yeah. True. Um, anyway, so yeah, got uh, good for all the... Uh, Pro tops. It's good to see Charles at least, you know, continuing his career, whether it's in the G League or whatever. You know, how long do you think it was before there was an announcement that he was at the Spurs? It was like a good couple weeks since he got cut. It felt like I don't know, maybe it was three days, but it felt like it was a while. He just kind of hung out there. I'm sure it felt a while for him. Yeah, yeah, an eternity. Yes, yes. yes, Shout out to him. Good for him. Um. 
Yeah. So uh, a couple other things real quick. Uh, Lady Tops played. Men played. Uh, I can't find the... Oh, here we go. Results. Gosh. Uh, so Western played Georgetown College. Uh, we'll talk about men's basketball here in a second. And uh, they also played University of Montevallo. Is that right? Montevallo, I think. That was That's actually nice. really close, Devin. I'm, I'm impressed. Hey, see, hey, now you know what? I'm a, I would almost debate that I'm right on the pronunciation because it sounds like you got that southern draw in it. Montevallo. Montevallo. And I'm almost convinced it's like Spanish. Montevallo. Maybe. <laughs> that Thank still you. wouldn't be the Spanish. Thank you. Whatever, man. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Get Thank educated, bro. Come on, Scottsville. Where are you at? <laughs> Go Patriots. Yeah, that's right. Which I had a listener comment on my accent. And of course, where I'm at, where where we are in Kentucky, like we don't think about our accent. <laughs> and like I don't I don't have as bad an accent as other people from Scottsville. Oh, Maybe for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's Dude, there's definitely a Scottsville accent. Like there is. There is. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. And it, can, it gets tell. real bad. Mm-hmm. There's lights and brights and whites and nights, and it's like, good God. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I've gotten off topic. Let me get back to where I was. Matt, you want to talk Lady Tops real quick? Sure, man. So, talking uh, basketball or volleyball or both? Go for All it. Of them. Probably uh, volleyball because there's a big matchup coming yes, up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Rice, uh, it's, it's Rice and Western tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Um, super big matchup. Both teams are undefeated in the conference. It's the last game of the season for both, uh, regular season. So literally whoever wins, wins the regular season championship, gets the one seed. Whoever loses, gets the two. And um, <clears throat> both teams are ranked. Uh, Rice is actually number 21 and Western is number 22. Nice, nice, nice. I was looking at it. Uh, sorry, my wife was calling um, I was, I was like, okay, we stopped. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm listening, Matt. I was looking at, at it earlier today, and um, Rice has a few things that Western kind of can't brag on this year. Like, they had a win against a ranked team. The, their only losses were two ranked teams. Western lost to an unranked team. They also didn't have a win against a ranked opponent. But Rice has been struggling in conference a little bit more even though they're undefeated they lost like eight sets western's only lost two since conference play started so it's a really wow. even interesting matchup it's at diddle y'all come on go and and support the lady tops um super big game setting up the uh conference usa tournament next week um, yes on which is next friday the 18th to the 20th so check it out go to a game or two and support the Lady Tops because they're awesome, and they probably shouldn't have been this year, and they still are anyway. So hey, that's um, coaching, bud. A heck of a job by HUD for sure, man. It's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I'll get off my soapbox, but bring your young ladies, bring your perverted boys before Matt goes there. <laughs> and uh, oh lord, uh, yeah. Is that, is there, you support the top of that comment. <laughs> Hey, I'll I'll stay on it as long as you're in Facebook jail. So we're good. <laughs> I'm out of Facebook jail ish. I mean, oh, oh, okay. You know, okay. I've got a new Facebook. Well, I'm gonna make an account that says this is the yet. fake Matt McKay and see what you do. <laughs> That's what we need to do is like, and then like make it look like uh, like a pedophile Matt McKay. Oh gosh, yeah. There's probably plenty of pictures you could just <laughs> find online and put it on there. Oh, oh my gosh. But anyway, something uh, making a face. But also the the girls, Lady Tops uh, basketball, um, they were pretty impressive in their exhibition. They did a good job. Really good freshman girl that we stole from middle. Um, her sister's actually, yeah, what, what? Um, her sister's actually played for Rick Inbred. Oh, I'm sorry, Incel. And um, the Angry Elf, whatever you want to call him. Uh, his weird, slightly taller son is, is still around. But anyway, um, both short though. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they they actually stole this girl from middle. She actually she really didn't even want to play for him, is what I heard. So uh, 
that's kind of funny. Oh. And her her uh, sisters actually transferred out right before she was gonna sign. So I don't know what happened, but anyway, he made them mad and they transferred out. Um, so it's a pretty funny story. Uh, but anyway, she's really good. Acacia Hayes, um, she scored like twenty something points. She was decent against Vanderbilt. Kind of struggled. Um, but speaking of Vanderbilt, Western played Vanderbilt at Diddle and Vanderbilt got out to a quick lead and kind of held it the whole game, but I was really proud of them. They, they really fought, um, and kind of stayed in the game, even though they probably shouldn't have, they couldn't hit Jack on the night, but I mean, they were, they were still fighting and found a way to hang around and they really competed on the boards. I think they out rebounded Vanderbilt, even though they were much bigger. And we've wow. got some good players there. So um, I think we'll be decent. Problem is that Conference USA is really good too. But I think yeah. watch out for the Lady Tops this year. Make it some notes real quick. Yeah. Um, so that so Western's uh, recruiters took a van down to middle is what I heard and kidnapped a girl. We're just putting this in the show notes real quick. Yeah, and uh, kidnapped her and I stole her from nothing. middle. I heard okay. wrong so far. <laughs> and and that was why my Facebook profile was <laughs> okay. Um, so I know a lot of you have seen this uh, commercial going around uh, Facebook, social media, etc. Uh, with Big Red uh, President Caboni and uh, you know all the uh, the I guess the reveal of the jerseys. By the way, like. The visor. <laughs> it's one of the like, most incredible things I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> if if you posted that anywhere else at any other time, I'd be like, this is a prank, right? Like, I just, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of the visor. I'm just not a big fan. Am I alone in that? I think it's hilarious because it is. imagine being a defensive lineman wearing that visor, just staring <laughs> the offensive tackle in the face like that. Well, I mean, just imagine, like, the, the trash talk, though. Like I'm picturing like our guys trash talking somebody like Rice, and like I can't take you seriously wearing that visor. It's like I'm gonna mess you up. It's like it'd be like Big Red talking trash to somebody. You know, you're yeah, like well, I can't take you seriously doing this. That's the thing though. Big Red doesn't have to talk trash. He just has to swallow you whole, and that's it. That's what she said. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> um, but like honestly, my favorite parts uh, is Big Red and Caboni on the scooter. Like I don't know why that cracked me up so much just watching that. Um, and then uh, of course, then them in the in the uh, what did y'all used to call that, Matt? The manager's room, uh, the equipment room. Yeah, the equipment room. I guess I didn't know if y'all had like a name for it. Not really the the cave. I don't know. Not nothing really. <laughs> Well, when they when when Caboni and Big Red are sitting there working on that, I was like, "That's actually the equipment room. That's really wild." I was yeah. like, "Okay," like I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I didn't expect them to be in the actual room, but it was wild. I'm just, I was just kind of like, "Oh, cool." At least they're yeah. you know using the actual place. Memories. Yeah. When did they add that table? Uh, they had it. Um. A little bit after you were there, probably okay. a year before, like Petrino or so. I think that was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they, it's a nice little addition, I guess. I don't know. It gives them a little place to work. I don't know. You'll yeah, work down some other stuff in the equipment room. It's really exciting stuff. I'm sure everybody wants to hear about it. <laughs> hey, I, <laughs> the you know what? Shoots. You know, hey, I and mean, by the way, if you look <laughs> straight down that hallway, there's a single door. That's the head manager's office. The double doors on the right is where Matt shoved people in dryers, just so you know. Oh, that was me. Okay, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I saw you and someone else put a kid in there. Not a kid. I did, no, dude. I, was a, I really was a bystander on that one, man. I thought it was the dumbest thing we possibly could have done. They actually turned it on on them. Yeah, they did. Like, yeah. Freaking, it was... It's, oh, an, it it's an industrial dryer, and they put this kid in there and turned it on. Yeah, dude, he had burn marks on his legs. Well, yeah, he did. Of course, he did. It's an industrial dryer. What did you expect to happen? The bad thing is, is I was a witness to it, and I was just like, I'd see nothing, and I just walked away. <laughs> it was like I'm yeah, just, just involved in this. Oh man, yep. I, I was horrified to be honest. That that was 
terrible. But anyway, uh, he, I yeah. just turned it on for a second. He was fine besides the, you know, the neuropathy. <laughs> the the third degree burns <laughs> on his legs. Yeah, he was fine after that. Um, He's got permanent neuropathy the rest of his life. Might lose his legs at some point. It'd be fine. <laughs> okay, so seriously, the jerseys, um, the jerseys, the helmet, like everything else I was okay with. The visor was where I was like, eh. Now, the decal was okay. Do the what? visor's a little goofy or whatever, but I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll mess with the opponent. They'll be like, oh, this is a joke, and then they get ran over by Donut Evans. See, this you know? is how you fight intellectual brutality is with stupidity. Yeah, it's That's t- how we win. <laughs> That's how I win a lot of things in my life is just pure stupidity. Uh, you heard it here. 30 points. Uh, so, um, honestly. Well, you, you know all about that. You're married. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can do what you can do. Uh, speaking of speaking of um, one of my favorite things, my daughter does now. Uh, she'll there's a few words she says. Uh, one of them is chocolate milk, which I don't know. It reminds me of like Forrest Gump, and it cracks me up every time. And the other thing <laughs> is, she just she was saying the other day uh, was boobies. <laughs> boobies is is like the favorite thing for me when she says that. I just start cracking up. Uh, but. Um, oh, let me tell you one. My uh, my youngest daughter, Haley, she's quit yeah. doing this, but she says a lot of Fs instead of other words. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so kind of picture like, uh, you know, it's not working with an F. Uh, <laughs> it's know, not like, working. Yeah, it's a, it's not it's not effing. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> she's she... like saying this. In public, and I'm like, shut your mouth. <laughs> She's like dropping f bombs in the middle of church or something. <laughs> now, now Abby has a she has a slight slur when she says fork, uh-huh. and it sounds just like it. She'll yeah. just be like, fork, fork, and I'm like, calm down, it's food. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no, 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 it's fine. Okay, yeah, I'll get you a fork. Hold on. Yeah, for fork's sake, kid. Yeah, fork and a, you know, it's like. <laughs> Chill out, kid. Um, yeah, My yes. Kids but, would say fork and spoon. They'd say fook poon. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, check out the uh, check out the the quote the commercial. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'd love to see a lot more of them and do some of the more reveals like this. Actual uh, good marketing, right? That's uh, it is. That's it was actually good. Whoever did the marketing for that did a great job. Um, maybe it's because they got a new media person. I don't know, but congratulations. That was great. I enjoyed it. Um, Jared, what'd you think? I know Matt and I have kind of taken Sorry, over man. talking. We'll shut up. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Not. I mean, I loved it. I think they kind of had like trying to get that to go viral kind of thing. There was a lot of bigger outlets that kind of shared it too, which was good on Twitter at least. So that's one way to do it is to have something so ridiculous that everyone shares and be like, wow, look at this. And that's how you get more attention on the internet in 2022. So, I mean, well done. So, yeah um <laughs> yeah twitter uh in 2022 is going to be really interesting um I'm, i've actually matt and i were discussing earlier about making sure the podcast gets verified so all you gotta do is pay eight dollars now so yeah know. see so if i pay eight dollars to the tower act can i be a partner well eight dollars a month <laughs> we need to verify all of it but then it would be kind of embarrassing because everybody would know that we're verified from paying for it but i mean it's what i <laughs> okay um so men's basketball i did not watch it I, I i sat and watched the football game uh and i wasn't allowed to watch the basketball game for my wife so she's like you're hugging the tv enough you need to watch your child so i was like okay um yeah, so and yeah besides the 52 to whatever win we had against uh um god who did we play charlotte, charlotte. 59 to 7 uh uh, Matt, basketball. What do you think? Did you watch it? Did you go? Yeah, Did you do yeah, anything? I went, I went to the first one. I went to Montevallo or whatever it is. Montevallo. Montevallo. Um, so, I mean, it was it was good. I mean, the first game, um, God, we're real pretty to look at. I mean, just huge and athletic and, and all that. Just the talent is incredible. Um, you know, just – basically sleepwalking through the game. I mean, we, we were playing hard. It wasn't like we weren't trying and stuff, but definitely it was not like 
super top notch, all out, like diving all over the floor kind of regular season uh, stuff. I mean, and, can you can you attribute some of that to like first game kind of jitters, working out stuff, kind of stuff? Yeah, maybe. And and they uh, Rick talked about how after the game that they had a they didn't know anything about him, so that was part of it that. Um, you know, like they left some guys open and stuff, and he talked about how they had talked about switching, and they didn't basically they didn't do anything that he had talked about, so <laughs> their plan didn't really work. Um, so anyway, they they tightened it up after halftime. Um, but but anyway, it was overall it was a it was impressive. You know, you win by twenty eight and whatever, and it was it was uh, close at times that. Um, like it, it really was more of about a 20 ish, 18, 20 point game. And then right at the end, there was a run where Don Allen and, uh, Lander kind of hit some threes and stuff. Um, nice. so that just goes to show their explosiveness. Um, yeah. and then the second game, I, I wasn't there. I kind of paid attention to it. That one was a little more dicey. I mean, it was tied way into the second half. Like I, I didn't look exactly, but maybe 10 minutes left. It was tied. Um, and Georgetown's a pretty good, uh, pretty good team for for not being a Division One opponent. Um, and we got hot real at the end and ended up winning by twenty. So it, could, it from the outside to me, it's kind of like, okay, what are we doing here? But yeah. looking at some stats and kind of talking to people on Twitter and stuff, and a couple texts and stuff, it kind of seemed like basically we could not buy a shot. And they were hitting everything. We were playing decent defense and whatever. And and ACOT was also out, so I think I think we're okay. But obviously, I think we need better efforts than what we had in the exhibition. Or I think we could be in trouble at Eastern. But we'll see. I think the pieces are there to be really really good. And so they check all the boxes in terms of like, wow, we could be awesome. Okay. But we definitely got to come together a little bit. Yes, that's my random. What are you like working on turning on your saw? What is that? No, that's my random. That's my random cowbell I have in my room for some reason. I didn't know you were a closet Mississippi State fan. Yeah, God no, no. I was. There was talk of us getting oh, cowbells. Football. So I went ahead and bought them. Uh, no. Um. Yeah, I did see where they were talking about how Western, you know, a lot of people were kind of disappointed where Western was tied with uh, Georgetown, you know, up into half. And they're like, what are they doing? Oh, what are they doing? Fire stands. And you're like, it's a, it's an exhibition. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know you're fine with that, but, you know, it's yeah. like, come on, guys. Really, it's the first game. Second really, game. Like, I, I think I told y'all, like, I'm all in. Like, let's, let's win this thing. Let's do this. You know, we've got the pieces. Let's get after it, but man, yes, uh, I'm I'm with you. Hey, I want to see these guys go all the way, and I mean, as much as we've heard about the the talent level of these kids and you know how everything's going, I'm excited to see how it's going to go. I mean, we should have all the pieces. There shouldn't be any debate as to you know uh, how everything's going to go. Wow, just pulled up westerns and easterns. Uh, ESPN analytic, which by the way, I have stopped really checking into, <laughs> but they have Western at a 51.2 and Eastern that at a 48.8. That went down. Oh. It was 54 earlier this week. So it's literally 50, 50. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, it, it's really tough um, to go on the road first game. Like you don't know. And Western's yeah. been like, we've had some sickness, you know, Jamar was sick. Um, and somebody posted that maybe Lander and Jarius might be uh, like there was some kind of odds maker thing that they said that they may not be playing or maybe hobbled or something. So anyway, maybe that's part of it. I don't know, but I don't know. They don't have in these. They don't have a spread yet. Uh, the game's going to be tomorrow night, seven p.m. Eastern, six uh, p.m. Central. Um, and Eastern is one and zero already. Who did they play? Probably somebody. Uh, MMT. Who is MMT? Mary. It didn't even. It didn't even show. I, I just clicked the name and it went to something else. Let's yeah, see. it's probably not a division. Here, I got school. you. 
Uh, but here's the thing. Mammoth Cave Tech. I don't know. <laughs> it may be, yeah. Because uh, oh, uh, Eastern. They won yeah, yeah, that... seven to 52. Holy crap. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. I was like, oh, whoever they gosh. played, it's 137 points they scored against them. Well, okay. Honestly, that's kind of a statement to their offensive ability. Like, regardless of who they played, like, dude, anybody that can throw up that kind of score. Yeah, but um, 137 points. Well, did they just tell them? Did they fool the other team and go, hey, it's halftime, and they just stayed out there and kept shooting? Like, I mean, <laughs> I, the, like it's 137. Like, that's a crazy – and 52. Wow. 52 is a number that I go, wow. You know, if you're 137, I could see at least 90 points scored. But you held these people to 52 points. That's true. Defense. Uh, that is amazing. Uh, Miami – Middletown, what is this crap? It's a team I can't even click on. How about that? Yeah. Okay, let's see here. At halftime, the score was 31, and EKU had 59 at half. So how many points in the second half? Oh, my God. 78. Well, 78 to 21. Did they come out of the halftime, the other team? Uh, evidently they not. did because they did score. Twenty-one points. Yeah, I think at halftime they were yeah, like, "Hey, put the little league in. Let the little oh. league guys play." And then they just kept killing them. Um, field goal percentage: uh, Miami, Middletown, whatever, shot twenty-five percent. That's just from the floor. EKU shot fifty-eight point eight. Three-point land. MMT shot five percent. EKU shot forty-seven percent. And they hit nineteen threes. Oh no! Here's the best. Here's one of the better points. MMT had 35 turnovers. I'll do it. And uh, EKU had 53 rebounds. Like, I really want to know like where this team is. I'm gonna have to look this up. Of probably course, Middletown, Ohio. I w- I'm gonna throw it out there. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, probably right. <laughs> Miami, Middle. Where is it? It's probably some online university. The Thunderhawks. Thunderbirds. They went, yeah. They went down in the Thunder Bowl. Yeah, they did. Golly, they went down the toilet bowl. Well, anyway, I mean, place. seriously, like one thirty-seven. When's the last That's, time you ever wow. saw a college basketball team ever score one thirty-seven in a regular, regular regulation game? That's I mean, awesome. that's it's a statement. Whether it's just they were utter dumpster trash. I mean. That's a that, that's a question, but I mean, still, that's that's incredible. It is wonder, wild. I've always wondered why. Just in, if you took like five people off the street and put them up against any Division One college basketball team, what that would look like? I mean, could you score one thirty seven on whoever? I mean, it's I mean, it's something to to question. Okay, so story time with Uncle Dev here. Um, so back in the day. Hank Wilson, uh, Brett Riley, myself, uh, I think Casey McDowell. He was a he was a manager. Um, we all played in a um, uh, intramural football, and then we did intramural basketball. So when we did intramural basketball, we got a couple of the football guys to agree to play with us. And first game we played against the baseball team, which the baseball team beat our ass. Okay. No filter here. They just beat us. Um, and I think Tyler Bruce was one of the players we had, and the other one was Darius Brooks. And those two were the only ones that scored the entire time against these baseball players. They would run down the court and do a layup. They'd dunk. They'd do whatever. And then the rest of us were basically like, hey, just pass the ball to them. <laughs> uh, so, Jared, to answer your question, I don't know about Division One players. But I don't know if a regular person off the street could score fifty points. Definitely not. against Division One players. Not saying Eastern is, but that's a crazy, you know, thing to happen. For sure. Uh, anyway, lots of analysis for an eighty-point <laughs> margin. Yes. whoever they are. <laughs> You're welcome, yeah. listeners. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of analysis. We're hey, we try to break down every game for you people just to help you 85 out. Eighty five points. Wow. That's unbelievable. That's, that's crazy. 
I just, yeah. I, I'm really just blown away. Um, I'm hoping Western will do a lot better than that. Um, if they don't, by God, they should just run, uh, as the old people would say, um, run, uh, run stands out on a rail. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase. Yeah, I uh, don't get the reference. Literally, oh, they'll take them out on a, like a piece of wood and pack them to the line and toss them off. 137 points. Okay, sorry. Um, so, Matt, what are your thoughts on uh, the game tomorrow night? Or uh, well, for some of our listeners tonight. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Um, Eastern, I think, obviously they can shoot. Um, yeah. they, they made, what, 19 threes last year. Um, I think we handled them pretty well last year, but... I'd say it's dangerous, uh, dangerous game. It's at Eastern. I mean, it's going to be, you know, as Stans is going to say, it's our Super Bowl. Um, so I would anticipate a battle. I mean, hopefully we come out and we just wipe the floor with them and we look like a top 25 team and we move on. But I just, I do think that it, it easily could be a battle um, and it's going to be, I, I question our defense. Um, we definitely didn't show much of an ability to stop the three in the exhibitions. So, okay, and that's something that's been a consistent issue with Stansbury. Um, a lot of times because that's what he chooses to allow to be shot. He packs the paint more and then allows people to shoot outside. So against Eastern, what are you going to do to try to slow them down outside? That's that's huge for me, um, and. Uh, Will we see Cozart go off for 45 points? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, I'm interested to see how it works out. I, I'd, I'd like to see a 20, 30-point blowout. But, I mean, we've got to be fine, I think, with just winning on the road in the first game. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I mean, Check the box off and move on. And you know a lot of those older alumni are going to show up for that game, too, and be more into it than mm-hmm. – I mean, I, I, I still wish we would consider them like more rivals than what they are now because used to that was like the rivalry. Us and oh, Murray yeah. State was big. Us and of course Eastern was huge. Uh, my dad, when he was in school, had plenty of stories about the EKU games and how those went. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I Matt, was, get the phone. Matt, get the phone. Hello, <laughs> hello. It's spam. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. No, Go thank ahead. you. Bye. You're good. I wonder how many people have the legal name of first name spam, last name risk. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, I've really been I've broken it down on, on our calls. We have a lot of those. I don't know who Yeah. Same at our business. I I can concur that. Uh <laughs> sorry, Jared. You were talking about uh the rivalries uh yeah. between Eastern and uh, the other in state schools. Yeah, it's just like it used to be more of a rivalry now. I mean, a lot of us don't really view it as that just because. I mean, well, I mean, we were in OVC with them, and that's when it was really big. And then, of course, we went Sunbelt. So, but I mean, it, it used to be a little more chippy than it is now. But I guess my favorite time we ever played Eastern was when it was, uh, I think it was one of the first games of the year when we had Justin Johnson. Uh-huh. And his very first made career three-pointer was that buzzer beater to beat Eastern. And that was incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were at that one, Matt, but that was a very yeah, was fun there. game. That was awesome. Um, so predictions, real quick. Uh, I don't know. Do you want you all want to do a points, or do you want to just say one way or the other? Uh, How do you want to do it? I'll let you decide. Okay. You want to predict the the three games this week that we won't be able to cover because you got <laughs> Kentucky State and. Uh, University of Indianapolis. We didn't even break them down. The Jaguars. Hey, when when I saw the when I saw the hundred and thirty seven, it kind of screwed me up for the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, here you go. Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, okay. Um, sure. Let's uh, let's talk a little Kentucky State. Wow, I don't even know if we need to waste time on Kentucky State. Oh, dude, I'm just saying um, we can we can predict it since it's yeah. You, we can just say if we'll go through oh and three oh and three three and one two and one okay whatever. okay okay I'll go I'll go with that let's all right uh, Jared you want to start it off then hmm I honestly think that as talented as this team on paper should be. We should be three and zero, and I think that this Eastern game is going to be a lot closer than anyone. Well, I, mean, I think it's as close as ESPN is projecting. Honestly, I think it might just be like a <coughs> just a one possession game right at the very end, edge of your seat kind of game. 
just for the fact that it is the very first one. But of course, like Kentucky State shouldn't be that much of a matchup. And of course, University of Indianapolis, that's like, I that's not even IUPUI. I was thinking of IUPUI, which is different, but. Yes. Universe, yeah. But University of Indianapolis, I mean, early. even though it is Indiana, which is a good basketball state, there's no way they're beating us. If they do, then I will be shocked and appalled. So I, th- I think we can go three and zero in the stretch. But if we were to be two and one and lose to Eastern first game, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Matt, are you going to go ahead? Yeah, um, I pretty much agree with Jared on that. I think I do think Eastern's dangerous. Anytime you play a team that can shoot, I mean, look at Georgetown. They were hanging in with Western because Western couldn't buy too many shots. Um, they were shooting like forty percent, and then they got hot and kind of moved up to about 45, 46 by the end of the game. Um, but we were really cold shooting. So against a team that can score, it's definitely a matchup issue. So, but I do think there's no reason that we should lose to Eastern. With all the talent that we've amassed, how do you lose to Eastern? They're a lower conference team than you are. You're one of the favorites to win your league. Take care of business, whatever. If you win by one or you win by 30, I'll be okay with it. I'd love to see, you know, win by 15 or more, but whatever. Um, let's win the game. And then against the other two, I mean, their chances to, to make statements in your regular season, this is more serious basketball. It's a real game. You know, um, take it seriously. Don't sit there and assume that you're going to beat them because you just played Georgetown and you were tied three quarters of the game. So, yeah, get it done and let's move on. Let's blow those two out. And uh, go three and zero, and head into the Cayman Islands feeling good. Completely agree. Um, I, I agree with that assessment. You you can't take advantage or uh, take for granted uh, Eastern. You can't take for granted Kentucky State or Indianapolis. You've got to honestly, like I think you just kind of got to be like um, like like a racehorse, so to speak. Uh, when the gates open, you just take off and you just score. You just keep scoring as much as you can and just, you know, get ready, like you said, for the Caymans. And, Isn't um, Kentucky State the thoroughbreds? They are, actually. Yeah, they are, actually. Yeah. Um, I guess that subliminally slipped into my mind and kind of kicked in there. But I think you just, like you said, you just take care of business. Just like this team is, you know, a Kentucky or a Duke or a Kansas or somebody or a Louisville, uh, you just take care of business. And you go after them just like they're anybody else. Uh, you don't want to take it for granted. You know, I think maybe that's what happened to Georgetown. Maybe they just were like, oh, it's Georgetown. And they were like, and then Georgetown showed up. Um, But I agree. Uh, I think, I think we're going to go three. No, I think we'll be, I think we'll beat Eastern. I think it's going to be close. I think it'll be like a 95, 85 game. Um, Kentucky state. I think it's going to be, you know, 88, 72 or something like that. It won't be as close, but it'll be, you know, I think we're just going to be scoring, but maybe not have the defense turned on as much as we need to. And Indianapolis will just be whatever. Um, <laughs> so, hey, I, you know what? I, I never – Indianapolis and Texas kind of have the same thing for me. The first time I ever went to those towns, it snowed. And I'm just like, I don't – you know, they had like eight or nine inches, and I'm like, you know, I had to I had to go up there for uh, mortuary school, and uh, so I was there like f- six or eight hours or something like that, and then I went home. But like in that time span, it had like eight to twelve inches of snow when I was there, and I'm like, good god! I get back home and it's just raining here, <laughs> and I'm like, how did I? How did this happen? Like, uh, but Indianapolis is the Greyhounds. They're playing them on the fifteenth. It's on ESPN Plus, so check that game out. Kentucky State is on ESPN Plus as well. That game is on November 12th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Both of those games are giving Western a 98.5% uh, chance to win, according to ESPN. That sounds about right. And, of course, Eastern has given us 50-50. Well, that's why I was like, well, forget it. We ain't going to talk about them. Uh, but ESPN Plus, November 10th, that's tomorrow for those listeners listening live. For those listeners who are listening uh on YouTube or other platforms, it's tonight. Uh, that game is at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 p.m. Central, like I said. Uh, definitely check those games out. And then, uh, like you said, we're going to be going to the Cayman Islands, which is so cool. Um, 
so we got a lot of football to talk, but did you all see the feel good story on, uh, I just saw it pop up that Jamarian Sharp bought a puppy with his NIL money. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. So it's a puppy. Okay. I'm going through it right now. So I sympathize with him, but can you imagine a seven foot guy, five, seven foot, five inch guy bending down to clean piss off a carpet? (laughs) I'm sure that's fine. I'm sorry. That's all I'm picturing in my head. Uh, but anyway, Jamari and Sharp bending over is what you think about. No, I'm picturing the dog <laughs> peeing the floor and him going, "Son of a biscuit," and going over and having to like pick up the paper towels with those giant mitts he's got, and he's wiping up pee off the floor. Uh, <laughs> because that's what I'm going through right now with our puppy, and it's just it's just funny. Um, so anyway, talking football. Uh, quickly, we lost to North Texas 40-13. to 13. It was god-awful, and I don't really want to talk about it. Matt, what did you think? Yep. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Jared, uh, what did you think? <laughs> I tried to delete it from my memory. That, uh, was, that, was, that was awful. Like That was the worst was showing. Awesome. I don't know what happened. I'm honestly like... I, they, they were like hungover, in my opinion. Like That was awful. Here's what pisses me off about this. All right. Okay. I feel like all of October, we just forgot who the hell we are. Yep. I mean, the, the offense, like you could see it in some of these other games where they're just like, you know, against UAB, afraid to throw it anywhere but the bubble screen or, or you know, the outside screen or whatever. Like, throw the ball, you know, use the tight ends, something like you'd have was, several games where there were no the, tight end catches or they catch it like two yards down the field, you know, one the, each or something. Like, come on. The bad thing is with the UAB game, it was like the the offensive coordinator had a stroke and he was like, run it, run it, run, <laughs> run it. And you're run. like, wait, we can pass too. Run it. No, run it. <laughs> it's like, okay. Throw in some uh, more passes and try something else a little bit. Like it ended up working out and it, it was a good game plan, but my God, you can't, you can't forsake your ID, identity on offense. No. And that's I what we did. And then you go into Charlotte and you act like nothing's happened and you score 59 points or whatever it was, like nothing happened. But what about the other games all of October? You look like garbage. Yeah. Um, I did not. Of course, I'm from Scottsville, so I don't really count very well. I didn't realize we had 13 games until Helton said that in the post game against Charlotte. Yeah. And I also didn't realize that you had to win seven games to be bowl eligible when you had 13 games. Yeah, no. That's kind of messed up. Yeah, I, I honestly, like, of course, I was never with a team that played 13 games, so it was just like, eh, whatever. And then, uh, you know, I was like, all right, we won six, we're bowl eligible. And he's like, no, we got we got to win one more. And I was like, eh, okay. But, um, yeah, that was a shock to me. And uh, the, the UAB game, like, what happened to LT Sanders? Like, apparently, like, I mean, he did great against UAB, and I'm not saying that. But, like, North Texas, he got a few carries, and then um, against Charlotte, like, Poindexter looks like got most of it. Am I missing this, or am I missing something here, or what? Uh, Let me see here. I didn't get to see as much of the Charlotte game because it was such a blowout. I didn't go back and... Dude, I fell asleep halfway through of it. (laughs) I really did. I fell asleep. um, Got it. Who was the Chris Reynolds was the quarterback. I fell asleep. I woke up. Xavier Williams is in. And I was like, what happened to Reynolds? <laughs> I did. I, I swear. And of course, my wife's like making fun of me. She's like, you wanted to watch the game and you're you fell asleep. And I'm like, it's a blowout. I, you know, I got to watch it because I want to see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, ESPN. Um, but it looks like LT Sanders got two carries for three yards against uh, Charlotte. Of course, uh, Malachi Corley got two carries. Jakari Moses got eight, and Poindexter got three. Uh, Moses got forty-six yards, and Poindexter got forty-nine yards. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. That, I don't know what happened to LT there. Inexplicable there. I, I don't know. Um, and Kai is still out. So, for me, why would you like? I understand LT is the young freshman or whatever, but like. Well, he he, uh, he needs to be in the rotation. Seven yards a carry. I don't. Nobody else mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So throw the he definitely needs to be in the rotation, though. Yeah. So yeah, he's got to go in there. As far as I'm concerned, but yeah. Um, Ocean looked a lot better. 
towards the end. I mean, obviously, but um, Charlotte is just a garbage fire. I actually got to finally watch some of that game because I got to watch most of the first half, honestly, and that Woo-hoo! first quarter was beautiful. I mean, other than that questionable onside kick decision, with, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm just I, like, come I, on, man. Why okay. do we find some freaking excuse to screw okay. up special teams every game? Okay, okay, it's okay. It's avant-garde, on, Matt. It's avant-garde. Let's, it's not meant to be understood. It's let's, let's just Let's just calm down. I, I, I honestly sorry. wonder. Jared, I'm with, sorry I interrupted you too, man, but I just, damn, that pisses me off. <laughs> I know. That's why I said it in the first place. Well, you triggered me. You triggered me for sure, man. I'm pissed. You're welcome. Every game, it's some crap on special teams. Like, how could this team be if we would just quit screwing up the okay. easiest phase of the game? With with the onside kick. Now, this is what I'm wondering. And I don't remember know if you remember this or not, Matt, but I'm 99% sure like Elson or Taggart or somebody told our kicker, if you see them leave early, onside kick it. Like, if you see their front line take off, onside kick it. And I'm wondering if Helton saw that, you know, after one of the 23 uh, kickoffs during the first quarter <laughs> and was like, onside kick it. And now, here's I the thing, I, too. I, like, in his defense, I mean, just the way that we were able to score so fast, so quickly at that point, and it was still the first quarter, like, we had already gotten a decent lead. I mean, even if they did get the ball there, I mean, they weren't going to do anything with it anyways, and they didn't. So, I mean, it ended up working out okay, but if it was somebody Stupid. better than Charlotte, I would have been more upset with that decision. But, I mean, in the end of the day, it's Charlotte, and we won that pretty easily, so... Well, and another thing that you could look at too, uh, hypothetically, is these other teams are going to be watching our film. Rice and you know all these other guys are watching film, and they're going to see. Uh, we got Rice, Auburn, and FAU left. They're going to see that onside kick, and they're going to be like, "Hey, guys, you got to stay. Do not leave early." Um, I was completely blown away by two plays for seventy-five yards on our first drive. That was yeah. beautiful. That was a nice change. I was, of course, we were talking in our group chat, and uh, I felt like I was talking to myself for a little bit. But anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) Wow, just call us out like that. Okay. Hey, well, I was like, hey, reverse on the first play, and nobody said anything. And I was like, is anybody else watching? And then I thought, yeah. And then, um, and then of course, then uh, Austin Reed takes that, throws that bomb from what, 40 yards or something? I don't even remember what it was. Uh, just basically just scores right away. And I was like, what is going on? This is crazy. And I thought, well, that was just a fluke. And then next series, we get the ball. Uh, basically, well, I think we got the ball. We got a turnover right down in, in uh, the red zone. And boom, right back at it. And then, of course, we had that 98-yard drive uh, towards the awesome. end of the Shout first. out to Josh Simon for breaking the WKU yes. record for most touchdowns from a tight end. And if you think about the people that we've had <laughs> at that position, it's Deion Yelder, Captain Jack, yep. Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby, yeah. Mitch Henry. Mitch yeah. Henry, yeah. Man, so many, so many good players, and yet he was the one to break that record. So I'm glad to see him get that. I know he's been going through so much with injuries and stuff to – Kind of yeah. see him get something like that after all of that is kind of good to see. All right, Mitch. Yep. He could, I think, he could come back at least one more year, mm-hmm. so he could completely shatter that potentially. Do you come back or do you go? Depends on where they have him. If he's in any draft mockups or where he's kind of viewed as far as that goes, if he still needs another year of development, he should come back. I wish he would. Um, I'll stand on my soapbox for just a second. I wish the NFL worked just like the uh, NBA or MLB or whoever, where the kids can go see where their draft stock is and then come back, you know, Uh, you know, to be able to test the waters, to see what areas they need to improve on, what they need to do, yada, yada, yada. And then they'd be like, okay, you can come back. There's no penalty for it. That's what needs to happen. I mean, we got the NIL now, so let's work out where the kids can come back to college. And they don't yeah. lose that year of eligibility or whatever because they've talked to an agent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, off the soapbox. Um, completely satisfied with the uh, Charlotte win. Uh, so, I don't know about you all, 
But just speaking from my experience, rice is going to be a cakewalk unless unless they just completely screw the pooch. Don't say that. Don't you put that evil on us, <laughs> Ricky Bobby? Yeah. So remember Charlotte, when Rice? Remember when Rice beat Marshall when they basically were undefeated and were heading to like a really big bowl game? I mean, never count out this intellectual brutality. It'll sneak up on you. Uh, so Rice <laughs> lost to Charlotte fifty-six to twenty-three. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to put this in my show notes because that was a great quote from Jared. You're uh, the intellectual, <laughs> oh lord, brutality. If you need me to spell any of that for you, Devin, I can. <laughs> you don't have to spell all of it. Start with the <laughs> H. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Just an H. The intellectual brutality of rice. There we go. Brilliant. I don't know if some of our listeners will know the words. Um, So, Dev, you think rice is going to be a cakewalk, huh? A rice cakewalk? I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not saying cakewalk, but I think... uh... (laughs) That was so horrible. I'm so sorry. Actually, I'm not. I'm not apologizing for that. Um, Those are rice cakes at at Starbucks? No. I'm surprised. We have my little marshmallow dream bar, which is like a Rice Krispie treat, but no. Hmm. I like that better. Rice cake week. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so I, I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk. I think it's going to be like uh, Kent State or Indiana, Indianapolis for basketball. Um, <laughs> I so think if you go in there so and a cakewalk. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, actually, actually, Charlotte is one in five conference, two and eight overall. Rice is three and two in conference and five and four overall. Like, I don't know how they lost. How did they lose to Charlotte? Like, there must have been hookers or something involved. I don't have any idea. Um, right, but, yeah, that's, that's wild. Let's see who Char- who Rice has played. Who have you played, that, Rice? Owls? Maybe, while you're Here's looking. the thing. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. be hungover from celebrating the Astros World Series win, too. <laughs> there you go. Uh, they've lost to Southern Cal, USC. Understand. They lost to Houston. They lost to FAU and they lost to Charlotte. Um, Charlotte may have been because they lost to F uh, to Law Tech the week before, forty two forty one, or they beat them forty two forty one. So with a game that close, maybe they had some injuries or something. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, here's what I'm looking at. Like, look at their wins though. They beat uh, Louisiana Lafayette, who's not very good this year, but still, that's a McNeese State. Yeah, look at that incredible win. Yeah, but look, UAB, seriously, that's a good win. That's a quality win. UAB is not very good either. Um, But UTEP is an average win. So, I mean, they have a few that are like, okay, this team can play it a little bit. And they're they're five and four against a pretty solid schedule. Like they played USC, Houston, played FAU, who's. Whatever and and obviously Charlotte <laughs> came out of nowhere, but I I think they're hot and cold. You know, like they either yeah. play really well or they play like total trash. Um, but like you look well, at them losing to Houston by a touchdown, like that's a very respectable result. Yeah, and the UAB win catches my eye. Like, I mean, we <laughs> we struggled to score twenty against them. They put up twenty eight and beat them. By a little bit more than we did. I mean, that's a that's a solid performance. So, um, I'd say watch out a little bit, but hopefully we blast them out of the water. No, we're gonna win by seventy. Obviously, I'm good with it. <laughs> I'm not saying that ever again. Not <laughs> saying win by seventy four. Yeah, I'm not saying that ever again because that's what we said against North Texas, and that worked out so freaking well. Yeah, um, but uh, if you're looking at the schedule for Rice. It's from Louisiana, Lafayette. It's win, lose, win, lose, win, lose, win. So they're up to lose against Western. I'm just saying. They're due for one. Yep, they're due for one. Go tops. Yeah. And then they play UTSA next week. So they might be them according to this pattern. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Then they got North Tech. They got like a gauntlet. Man, Rice has got a rough schedule to end the year. Dude, yeah. That's They've got crazy. us, UTSA, and North Texas. Whew. That is rough. 
Um, Roof. Um, and I mean, honestly, like if the way the schedule clears out, UTSA is going to just coast. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to win conference again. I hate to say it. They got La Tech this week, Rice, and UTEP. I mean, I mean unless it's they North the Texas, Basically, UTSA, North Texas, uh, basically they both need to win one game, um, and they're both in the championship. So, yeah. And which, UTSA has three games left to do that, so they're which, pretty much going to play each other, and they played a, a close game. So Which North Texas has already lost to. UTSA, they oh, already they played uh, a couple weeks back. They've lost thirty one twenty seven, and that was so, a much. Uh, I mean, it was a close game. If yeah, you the scoreboard the whole time, but UTSA was way. They were way more productive offensively and stuff. They just basically did everything they could to keep it close the whole game. So, and uh, which is interesting to me that we lost by thirty one twenty eight. And North Texas lost 31-27. And then we freaking lose to North Texas 40-13. to I was like, good gosh, people. Well, it's just not cap- not capitalizing on opportunities. And they obviously blew it open at the end of the game. You yeah. Know, in the fourth quarter, they scored, what, 20 points? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that obviously skewed a lot of the numbers. But we had, what, 460 yards, I think, if I remember right, looking at some stats and stuff. Only scored yeah. 13 points. So we just basically did everything we could to not score. And yeah. That's that's why it was so so hideous. So uh, something else going on uh, against Rice this week. We have $6 tickets. So if you are in the Bowling Green area, definitely go to the game. Um, Vivid Seats says tickets as low as $9. By God, y'all missed that. Um, yeah. You can get $6, $6, tickets, yeah. $6 tickets for this weekend. That is cheap. Um, somebody also, said in a high school game. So, yeah, they're also honoring the uh, 2002 national championship team. Yes, and it's senior night. So, yes, no reason not to show up. Other than it might be a little cold, but whatever. You so, can wear a hoodie. jacket. So, if you have a young man that plays football, bring him. If you have a perverted, perverted girl, young girl. Oh God, come on, man! I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh God, uh, definitely as you said. Two <laughs> of those words. I was like, oh, here we go. Uh, but definitely, seriously, go support the Hilltoppers. These guys are doing great. Um, how many seniors do we have on roster? I I know, it's hard to tell with all the COVID stuff. Like, who gets well, the with, extra year? Who's going to take it? Like, well, with COVID, like we got the transfers. We got transfers. We got the, you know, so that's what always screws me up is who's actually a senior. Let's see here. Come on now. It's going to be like Jaden Hunter, Will Ignat. It's uh, got Austin Reed, Austin Reed, uh, Jalen Hall, Daywood Davis, uh, Craig Burt Jr., which I don't uh, – I'm sorry, uh, Craig Burt, I don't know. And that's the four I've got listed. Uh, let's see, defense, defense, defense. Okay, here's defense. Uh, we come back, I know. We got Derek Smith, linebacker, Darius Ship, defensive tackle, Trey Shaw, DB, Caleb Oliver, DB, Broderick Martin, defensive tackle. I think a lot uh, of those guys can come back, though. Juwan Jones, they probably could. Juwan Jones is definitely a – he's like a super senior or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, so he's probably been here be for six less, years. Yeah. yeah, he's me and him and Brandon Doughty. Uh, and then <laughs> C.J. Jones. <laughs> uh, C.J. Jones. Six-year plan. Hey, that's all good. Uh, Will Ignant, um, linebacker. He's, he's actually a senior. A senior. Uh, Jaden Hunter, linebacker. Lorenzo Hernandez, defensive tackle. Dominique Bradshaw is a DB. And Mike Allen is a defensive tackle. That's the, that's all the listed seniors on ESPN. Okay. Now, how many of those are coming? Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Zach Lasseter, long snapper. Oh, so, man. With the COVID year, I don't know how that's going to affect us. I think it's less than, for sure, less than 10 of those guys. Like, I'm thinking six, seven, eight might okay. be actually seniors, but I don't know. I know Daywood can come back. Okay. I saw the on the radio show, they said something about him possibly coming back. And uh, I think Jalen Hall and some of those that you named. I know Ignat, uh, Hernandez, Juwan Jones, 
um, Jaden Smith, Jaden Hunter. Sorry, not Jaden Smith. <laughs> Jaden Hunter. <laughs> you better watch out. Will Smith will like pop up and smack you. Right. He's got a cute son. Um, <laughs> anyway, I know some. I know, I know some of those guys are for sure seniors, but I think a bunch of them can come back if they want. So yeah. Who knows? Um. So just to couple things to cover real quick. Let's see. Lady Tops play Missouri on uh, the 14th at 8 p.m. So that'll be next Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let me see. Where is that? Is that game on it's anything? On it's on It's on the SEC Network. Uh, and it is obviously in Missoula, Columbia, Missouri. Uh, um, so uh, if, you're, if you can't go support the Tops, support the Lady Tops, watch the game. Uh, you know, it'll help us uh, help the numbers for girls. Men's basketball plays the 10th. They play Eastern at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, they play Kentucky State on the 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, those are, and uh, they play Indianapolis on the 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern. All three of those games are on ESPN+. Plus. Um, remind me next episode, we're going to talk about the games next year, if I don't forget, okay? Okay. Um because we got apparently we got games getting moved to Tuesday nights, weekday games, and I don't know how I feel about that yet. But well, you got a week to stew on it, Dev. I do. You all get to get to think about it and comment. Let me know what you think about it if you made it this far in the episode. Uh, the twelfth at two p.m. Eastern, uh, we play Rice. That game is on ESPN Plus, uh, so definitely check that game out. Uh, if you're in the area, senior night, support the tops. They'll appreciate it. Uh, it's going to be a little chilly, but by God, bring something warm, wear warm clothes, bring some blankets. Who cares? Uh, let your little girls wear trench coats cause they're perverts and just go with it. So. <laughs> <Devin>. <laughs> Gotta rub your nose in it, Matt. Um, yeah. So senior night, I don't know how that's going to affect some of the COVID seniors. So, uh, no, the seniors don't have COVID, but it's the COVID years. So. Uh, you hear just, right out and say that everybody's got COVID. <laughs> uh, but uh, check back next week. We will hopefully be here barring any kind of family emergencies or anything like that. Uh, but uh, as always, guys, go Tops. Go Tops. Go tops. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, man.